Hey everybody, Stephen here. In today's episode, we're going to ask the question, do dyslexics make great writers? Now, many of you are probably thinking, this is just a cruel joke. He's lost his mind again. But I really want to dig deep onto this topic about what I think, what I believe, and what I've seen in the world. So uh, let's dive into this one. Okay, let's dive into this topic. So this topic comes from a, a dyslexia support group about someone asking, are dyslexics great writers? Can they be writers? You know, logically, you kind of think to yourself, one of our biggest challenges is reading and writing. You know, it causes us stress. It doesn't um, seem easy. So how could we ever write something amazing? On the other hand, as everything is dualistic with the dyslexic mind, we're actually fantastic storytellers. We elaborate well. We think about all the individual little things that make up a great story. We don't even see ourselves do it, but many of us are fantastic orators. We'll stand on stage and talk. We'll stand off stage and talk, even to one or two people, telling these you know, electric stories that we can see run through our minds. But getting that down onto paper can feel so, so painful. You know, I've suffered from this. I've wanted to write a book for ages, but it just stresses me out, right? And, and I've started to do it very, very slowly because I know that rushing into it is just going to frustrate me and I will stop. You know, whenever I try and get my ideas down onto paper, you know, trying to build the structure, it either looks like mindless garbage you know, it looks like I've got good concepts, but I just don't have the inclination to reread the same thing three, four, five times to refine it. And so I'm still working on that part of it. Um, and it really tires me out. You know, I can't, I can't do a six hour writing stint. Not that I believe writers do that. Um, I just can't do it. It's, it's just so tiring for my brain. It's just, you know, anything reading and writing is hard, let alone writing your own work, because you've then got to deal with self-confidence, self-esteem issues. Is this going to be good enough? Is this absolute garbage? Am I copying this from someone else and not even realizing it? Is this actually my own beliefs and thinking? All this stuff comes into your head, right? You go down these different tracks. But in saying that, the question is, is are dyslexics great writers? Now, Many of the older writers in history, um, it's really hard to know if they were dyslexic or not. You know, there are lots of things we can point at and say, hey, that's very likely a dyslexic trait. But on the other hand, we don't know for sure because dyslexia is a relatively new thing, right? It's not like it was diagnosed in school in the 1800s or the 1900s. You know, it's relatively new. So people like Agatha Christie, she was believed to have dyspraxia um, and potentially dysgraphia, um, as well as also potentially dyslexia. But it's hard to tell because um, we know she was a bad speller. We knew she uh, needed a bit of help, but she was also one of the best-selling authors of all time. You know, so it's very hard to tell, but it's 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 quite possible or very possible. You've got people like uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald if I pronounce that correctly, who's a famous American writer who wrote The Great Gatsby. You know, you may have seen the film. There's <laughs> probably more dyslexics have seen the film than actually um, read the book. You've also got people like Scott Adams, 
who did um, the Dilbert uh, dog. You remember that dog? In the, in the, I think it was one of the New York Times, uh, the cartoon. He wrote all of those and drew, you know, and was part of the drawing team, I believe. I might have got that wrong, but he he wrote those or came up with the concepts. He used his creative mind to create cartoon strips. So there are some very famous writers, and there's probably a lot more out there than we realize. To be a great writer, you've got, especially if you're dyslexic, you know, this is just my beliefs. This is what I've been learning because I do have an interest in this however hard it is and however much I have to face my fears and come up against giant walls and to do this is that, you know, I have to keep reminding myself, you know, even though a book has a single author, it usually has a team behind it. You know, the author doesn't publish the book. Usually the author doesn't um, proofread the book. The author doesn't edit it. The author doesn't write his own notes on the book. That's someone else. The author, you know, doesn't organize a speaking tour offline or online. The author doesn't have to create every quote in the book. They can they can cite other books. The author doesn't have to do a heap of things. But when a book comes out, there's just one author's name on the front, right? And you can feel like, wow, this person's done a lot, you know, even though it's not true, right? Um, if you haven't been exposed or experienced that world, there's a lot to discover, and you've kind of got to get your you, blah. You kind of got to get your head in the right space to to do it. But I truly believe the best writers are probably dyslexic. They've come up with some really creative concepts that are not usual. That are looking at things from a completely different perspective. Um, they're looking. They're basically perceiving things from angles that haven't been seen before. So books that are exactly the same time and time again probably are not written by dyslexics. But the ones that are really different and expose just how creative someone can be really could have that element of dyslexia in there. And the other thing to remember as well is every dyslexic is different in how they process information. No two, no two of us are exactly the same. We're like a cocktail. You know, you might have a, you might have four parts uh, dyslexia, two parts ADHD. Throw a little bit of dysgraphia in there. You know, uh, mixed with a bit of an anxiety disorder. You know, we're we're a mixture, right? Some people are a ten times dyslexic, um, and no ADHD. You know, very likely there's a little bit of both, and it's kind of like uh, gin and tonic, really. You know, usually it goes together, but. Um, yeah, I'm kind of, you know, I'm giving up alcohol, so it seems like alcohol is running through my mind. That's interesting. But uh, yeah, like we're a big mixture. So your dyslexia may be a bit different. But the key thing that keeps coming through on everything, if you want to be a writer, is you have to learn how to do two things. One is get your thoughts out your head. Two, really continue with momentum um and and not think that you have to do everything overnight i was chatting with a friend about this and so i'm going to add a third one we we know that this that really frustrates me there was a third one in my mind and i said two there are three things and um i was chatting with a friend last night about this um around time priorities and responsibility other three real massive things to consider and i'll do something on that in the next few weeks but those are the three biggest challenges that cause us 
anxiety and depression in my opinion for anyone who does feel like they suffer depression or uh, massive anxiety is we suck at responsibilities we suck at prioritizing which is the two i've done recently and then you throw the ability not to be able to judge time god it gets frustrating so you can imagine how all these things affect a book if you're writing something and you feel like your responsibility is to do everything you know, you've got to think, will anyone read this? I've got to do all the market research myself. I've got to do all the research for it. I've got to do all of this stuff. You take on way too much responsibility. You then have to prioritize what comes first. And so you've got no idea what the order is. And even if someone tells you the order, you're going to do it a different way, right? I can tell you the exact order. You'll still do it a different way, you know, slightly at least. And then thirdly, time will expect us to have written like a 600-page book within about three months, have it printed, have sold our first million copies, be on the New York Times bestseller list. So those three things are always going to hinder us <laughs> until we become super aware of them and how to juggle them. But I will do a podcast more on that. But what I'd like to finish with is you can be a writer. You can be anything you want. You just have to learn how to balance the great abilities of dyslexia, coming up with a creative book concept, coming up with stories and articulating them well, but then finding the people around you, the resources, the assistive technology um, that you need to help you get there and allow a momentum over time to take you there. It's not going to happen overnight, 3x how long you think it's going to take, but it is possible. When I release my book, I will show you that. I'm going to release it, whether it takes me six months or six years, it's coming out. So have an absolutely epic day. I'm away for the next few days, but I should be back on Monday. It might be a bit of a late podcast as I will be arriving home um, from a little trip. Um, but hopefully everyone is safe and sound um, and the world is on its way back to normality, at least in part. Talk soon, guys. Have an epic rest of your week.